A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. everybody we hope you enjoyed the wild card weekend and all the matchups it had to offer we are fantasy brews here once more to continue talking to you about all things nfl i am kyle gagner here as always with michael heinish hey hey make sure to go give us a follow on twitter at fantasy brews pod and subscribe to our podcast in whatever fashion you prefer quick rundown of today's episode very simple show for you guys uh, we're going to be giving you some nfl knowledge with some facts recapping the wild card weekend then looking at any news updates from around the league after that, we're going to look ahead to the divisional round and give you a quick update on how we're doing with our playoff brackets. Finally, we're going to give you our prop lock of the week. We'll update on Bruce Clues and then our final thoughts. So hit us with your fact. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. Yeah, okay. So I was just looking for something kind of related to playoff football. And here's what I came up with. Starting with a fact and then following with a stat. Here's the fact. After the Steelers, Titans, Colts, Seahawks, and football team and Bears were all eliminated from playoff contention, there are only eight teams left. Of those eight teams, four of the, Yeah. Well, it's the fact. It's true. It's you fact. subtracted. <laughs> I just facted you. Um, of the eight teams that are left, four of them are wildcard teams. So that would be the Ravens, the Browns, the Bucks, because the football team had to get a spot, and the Rams. And in NFL history, only six teams have ever won the Super Bowl after entering the postseason as a wild card team. If you care, it's the 81 Raiders, 98 Broncos, 2001 Ravens, 2006 Steelers, 2008 Giants, when they beat the Patriots from the perfect season, and the 2011 Packers. Of those six wild card teams to win the Super Bowl, only two of them were the sixth seed. Uh, that was the Packers in 2011 and the Steelers in 2006. And I thought it was interesting because now in 2021, both of the six seeds are technically still alive. The Browns and the Rams were the six seeds that are going to be playing the Chiefs and the Packers, respectively. So maybe history has a chance to repeat itself. Both six seeds are still alive. And I have a bonus fact. No seventh seed has ever made it to the Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> I have, uh, just looking at the regular season, home teams were 127, 128, and 1 overall this season was their records. That was the first time in NFL history that home teams finished below 500, and it was all because the fucking Eagles and Bengals tied. <laughs> yeah, it was that half of a game. 127, uh, 128, and one home teams wow. were. Well, I mean, and I, you got to think a lot of that has to do with COVID. They didn't sure. have fans. Yeah, that's a really I, good point. I, think, I just think that's crazy. It's the first time in NFL history, and that was because it was just missed out on by one fucking tie. By a half of a game. That's insane. <laughs> cool. I fact. got one more. Jordan Love, you know, that quarterback the Packers drafted because they really needed a quarterback. Your birthday, buddy? Yeah. He is the first rookie first-round quarterback to not start a single game since 2011. And it was wow. it was Jake Locker, <laughs> who was the Titans quarterback. He started 30 games for them over four years, 27 touchdowns, 22 interceptions in his career. But I thought that was interesting because you don't see that happen a lot. Right. It started a single game as in wasted a first round pick on him. I don't won't say right. wasted yet, but wasted in two yeah. years down the line. It is it's interesting. Like I I don't want to speculate much, I guess, but I feel like it's wasted unless Rogers unless Rogers goes somewhere else. Like he's he's not done next year, you know, or whatever. So you're I guess he sat for three years. Is Jordan gonna sit for three years? Yeah. I don't know. 
Will he ever play? Will he ever start a game for the Packers? The, the world may never know. What beer? You're drinking Coors Light today? I picked up some El Coors Light. I had it left over from... I've got <laughs> Snake Oil, Mike Cold Brew Nitro Stout from MKE Brewery. It's a new one they came out with, with uh, Cold Brew Coffee. It's very good. Oh, very, nice. It's like, it's a great... I like coffee stouts, and this one being a cold brew kind of makes it a little different as well, but solid new beer that they got. I think they got like some new machine that allows them to enter the cold brew into the beer. I saw a short video on it. Then I went, I had a gift card for MK brewery. So we went there to get some stuff to go and just got a shit ton of beer. <laughs> that sounds dope. I think you were sipping on it yesterday too. Yeah. It's, looks nice. Wildcard recap. Bills beating the Colts 27 to 24. We both had the bills on our brackets. Yes. Col- closer game than expected. Yeah. I thought I the Bills' offense being much more exciting than the Colts' offense would get them that bigger lead, but did the Colts' defense made up for it? I didn't expect as high scoring a game with, like, the Bills against the, the Dolphins the other week. Uh, it, was, it was a little crazy, so I didn't expect that, but more than a three-point difference for sure. In the end, it came down to Allen and Diggs as it should. Diggs with six catches, 128 yards, and touchdown. Allen, 324, and two tutties. But, I mean, if they want to keep – playing that's what they got to do they got it's got to be allen and Diggs, right so yeah that was that was a it was an exciting game just because it was closer than i expected i'm glad to see the colts lose just because i really do not like them <laughs> so, <laughs> i imagine you're not like i can't imagine you're overly fond of the bills either but i'm i never definitely less than the colts <laughs> as a big patriots fan i've never like disliked any other the teams in the division maybe the jets just because i don't even know if i dislike them i think it's just who likes them they're embarrassing to have in your division yeah, I mean, but I've, I've never disliked the the Dolphins or the Bills, uh, mainly because they haven't really been competition until this year. <laughs> but, but I know I've, I've got nothing against the Bills, really. They're they're a fun team to watch, so I'm hoping they do well. I know what you mean with, like, as a Packer fan, like, I I don't necessarily hate the Vikings, Lions, or Bears. I'll, I'll give the Bears especially some shit just because they're, like, their classic rival. But, yeah. but it is what it is. Next game. Rams taking down the Seahawks, 30-20. to 20. Uh, We oh. both took Seattle because Goff did not start, but he did end up entering the game right away anyways <laughs> once Wolford got injured. Um, and he, played, Rams, he played most of the game. He did. He basically started the game, but he, he did not <laughs> officially start the game. If you were listening last week, I, I was on the fence, and I decided that I was – whether I chose the Rams or Seahawks in, the, in my bracket was dependent on Goff starting. And we were clarifying before the game, and I was like, I'm just going to go with what I said. If Goff – starts i'm taking the rams if Goff doesn't start i'm taking the seahawks Goff did not start so i'm taking the seahawks and i, I would have stuck if Goff did have the official start i would have stuck with the seahawks because he had no passing touchdowns against them on the season in two games and two turnovers <laughs> that's right so i would have stuck with them anyways and the rams really didn't want to risk further injury to his finger um Goff's. right they had control of the game most of the game, so they put it on Akers, who had 131 yards and a tutty, which was smart, and it just happened to work out that they didn't need Goff that much anyway, so they could not push him too hard to the point where, uh-oh, the finger could be re-agitated. Right, especially as they're you know, actually in the game, they're not behind by a bunch or something, and Cam Akers continuing his late-season blow-up. He This was another little interesting fact. This is just straight from NFL.com. Cam Akers has the second most scrimmage yards by a rookie in a playoff game in NFL history with 176, if you include receiving. And then he was behind Timmy Smith 
of Washington who scored Jimmy or Smith. had <laughs> Timmy Smith, 213 uh, scrimmage yards in Super Bowl 22. Oh, Timmy just got off <laughs> out of fourth grade school and they <laughs> took him in the NFL. Timmy, you're starting today. Me, coach? Okay. That would make him like call yourself Tim. Timothy. He's probably like in his forties now. Based on this, you're still calling him Timmy. (laughs) That's hilarious. Metcalf with two touchdowns in the game, but the the Rams D did keep them in check. And Wilson has really just been playing average football since he started the season as a possible MVP. Every and as soon as anyone started mentioning MVP, eh, he started playing worse. (laughs) Did you see the? The coach Pete Carroll came out re- like today, and he was like, he was saying we need to run the ball more. We 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 did not run the ball enough, and that was like all the Seahawks fan or fantasy fans or whatever, all like let Russ cook, let him do his thing, and it started out great. It ended very poorly, and now he's gonna run the ball more. Yeah, maybe he just shouldn't stick to the same scheme the whole season. Like switch it up when you need to, maybe. Right. <laughs> that would be one other solution. <laughs> I'm glad to see the Rams win. I'm not, a, I'm not a big Seahawks fan. I'm not a huge Rams fan either by any means, but I, I think I like them a little more than I like the Seahawks. I think, I don't know if Goff is the, the answer to all of what they need, but they've got a lot of the other pieces at least. Not that they're like similar style of coaches, but the Rams and like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, I, some, I view them similarly. Like we're like, that both of their teams have success while having like a, a crazy good quarterback, you know, they run it well, yeah. their defense is good. And the Rams, I'm, I'm happy the Rams won, I, I guess, because as a Packer fan, it, you know, now it's instead of Rogers Brady <laughs> this coming week, it's Rogers got, which I will prefer that matchup. And speaking of Brady Buccaneers beating the football team playoff, Tom Brady is here and he is here to take down the worst team in the playoffs. 31 to 23 Brady 381 and two. But a shout-out to Taylor Heineke for playing a hell of a game. Uh, yeah. 306 yards, a tutty, and a pick. Also the leading rusher for their team with 46 yards and a tutty. <laughs> but the question is, are we ever going to hear this guy's name again? Do we ever I, hear Taylor Heineke again? What are the – uh, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I like Odds are probably no, but – it depends on how he does in his finals for his engineering degree, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, what does the football team do at quarterback next year? Is Alex Smith going to come back? If he does, is he the long-term answer? Are they, I mean, they, they're in the, they made the playoffs. They don't have a crazy great draft pick. Well, I, I got in my notes for us to hit on that later. So we'll, we'll bring back up Alex Smith and the whole, I guess, the, we can bring up the whole football team situation later. But, I mean, really, they've got some time to work it out. At best, they're going to be a wildcard team next year, hopefully, if the Cowboys are healthy. Yeah. I mean, you know the Cowboys are going to draft. I mean, expecting they lock down Dak, they're going to draft for defense because that's what yeah. they really need. And they, But they get one or two defensive pieces, even in free agency, then they're, they're a huge, much bigger threat. Yeah, and like they, what do they need in offense? Like, if they lock up Dak, like, Zeke is going to be just fine, at least for a couple more years. They're set at receiver. Their offensive line is great. And they're, they're, they don't even have a 500 record. They are rebuilding. Yeah, you made the playoffs, but some, only because someone had to in your division. Like, you're still <laughs> rebuilding. You're not even close to done rebuilding. You were not 500. <laughs> like, but, yeah, Tom Brady with a great game. I'm glad to see him. Um, and I said Antonio Brown would get it going again. I'm, he's a big piece of their team going forward. Right. And he, it kicked in at the, just the right time. 
So, and then in Sunday's games, the Ravens sadly defeating the Titans in the most personally upsetting game of the weekend, <laughs> 20 to 13. I was so sad to see the Titans lose. Henry being held at just 40 yards rushing. That yeah. was oh, rough. That was a rough game for the Titans. If you can bottle him up, it, it's, it's so crazy. Cause like, if, if, if you can bottle him up, which isn't often, then like Tannehill and AJ Brown on the play action come out, you know, like they, they always have an answer for everything, but. And that worked well in the, in the first quarter, but then yeah. it did not work well. The rest of the game. And I've seen <laughs> yeah, articles like, Oh, the Titans lost because of Derrick Henry. Yes. But they also won so many games because of Derrick Henry, like go fuck yourself. Don't write right. Like he had a bad game. Yeah. But, or, or the Ravens were just coached very well. Like the Ravens do not have a bad defense. Right. They, they, knew they had to stop Henry and they did it. Oh, it was devastating, though. Uh, yeah, the Titans, interception. Titans defense doing their job, but their offense died immediately after the first quarter. Lamar Jackson, 136 rush yards and a touchdown, but I still see the offensive production for the Ravens being a problem going forward. Besides yeah. Lamar Jackson getting those rush yards, I mean, he didn't even have that many pass yards. Nobody else really stood out in that game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lamar had 179 passing yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Like that, That's not a good stat line. If I you, think Obviously, the rushes has count, but... Their offensive production is it's going to hold them back. I, I don't think I, – obviously, Lamar Jackson is an amazing athlete, but they he needs to pass more. He That yeah. is their problem. Like, if they stop him from running, then they're going to lose for sure. Right. But if, And I know they had the, the – he was getting the same flack last year, but then he would go out and he'd have a 300-yard, three-touchdown passing game yeah, or something like that. Like, then do that keep doing that you're the quarterback <laughs> and like uh, i was gonna say like shout out to marquise brown who like even with lamar jackson's like subpar passing just this this last this season i guess like he had a bad start to the season but or he was inconsistent but to end the season and it seems like continuing the playoffs like he had 109 of those 179 yards that lamar threw for so if, if, if they the can Raven. keep him going i mean i don't know why they don't pass it as much i know if if they want to win they need to get their offense figured out more. Yeah. Um, then the next game, uh, Saints knocking off the Bears. No surprises here, 21-9. to uh, Gets the award for the most boring game of the weekend. It was so boring. Uh, and it was the Nickelodeon game. It, oh, my God. That made it fun. I liked it. You liked it. I hated it. I was not having any of that <laughs> bullshit. I, the game, the announcers were the worst. <laughs> they're always talking about getting your homework done <laughs> it was hilarious like the actual if you didn't watch it like nickelodeon hosted the game or whatever and they they like added these like slime effects and stuff and that was fine it was nothing special and when they scored it it came up in the end zone and then like when they did some replays and stuff it you know that but it seemed like the goal was like to educate you know, young, young kids on how football works. And so who, I forget the other commentator, but it was Nate Burleson and then Gabby, Gabby something. Gabby someone and some <laughs> weird guy. Don't they were hilarious. My <laughs> it fiance, was cringy fun to watch. My fiance learned a lot about football because they were explaining <laughs> how everything works in what freaking young Sheldon game. <laughs> they like augmented reality, like put some like display over the red zone on the field and they put red zone and they're like, so tell us about this. <laughs> yeah, like, I turned I turned it off after halftime. Went to the regular <laughs> broadcast. Um, I I I just where this gentleman Tony Romo was telling us it was much better. Oh my <laughs> that, god! Obviously, the, yeah, much better. But it was just hilarious. Like they would they were educating you. So 
of like educating Gabby, I guess, who probably knew everything already. But then, yeah, their comparisons were hilarious. Like, okay, so now it's first and 10. So they need to get 10 yards. They get another set of downs. And it's it's kind of like little homework assignments. You yeah, know? fucking. That was so annoying. <laughs> and they're giving up side-by-side stats. Alvin Kamara and Alvin the fucking chipmunk. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, or they would show I, stats and be like, oh, that was, this was his favorite cartoon. I get the appeal, but, like, for younger, younger. For, if I was a young, young kid, I would probably be mad because I knew how to play football back then. <laughs> I think what they should do is, and it was nice that you had the option. You didn't like have to watch it there, but they, they should totally bring that back, but maybe not for the playoffs. Like maybe it's like a random game, you know, during week four. Or, or you know what they like need? That. They need uh, an adult swim broadcast where it's just <laughs> everyone's, true. everyone's just like dropping F-bombs, like much <laughs> like uh, Cordell Patterson got away with. On uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon. I heard the first ever F-bomb on Nickelodeon. The fuck? He says. <laughs> and it came right through. So we both looked at each other and just grinned. But I would That's love a really it. good point, though. Nickelodeon did it. And adults. Other we need an it. adults first. So there's the Nickelodeon, there's the normal broadcast, but then there's the adults broadcast. I want to hear Here we go. It's one. HBO. Just boobs popping up. <laughs> Dude, their stats would be yeah, their stats would be like, this guy, his girlfriend, eight times in the last month. Oh, yeah. And who is it? Cole Komet enjoys PB&J Uncrustables. Yes, that's right. And his he favorite does. athlete is Jimmy Graham. I learned, <laughs> I learned some stuff. I did learn some stuff about players. Don't get me wrong, but uh, stuff I don't even care to know, and I'm upset that I remember. But <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Yeah, that game sucked. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Nickelodeon aside, it sucked. Yeah, the game was just bad. Browns surprised the Steelers right out of the fucking gate. Browns oh go 28-0 in the first quarter and win it 48-37. to High-scoring game, so it kept it exciting. Like, it wasn't just a complete blowout. They, can, they came back, or kind of yeah. came back. Mayfield, 263 and three touchdowns. Big Ben, 501 yards, four touchdowns, but four picks, which was what did it. I was on the toilet watching one of the final drives where Big Ben threw a pick, and I was just turned it off. I was like, okay, game's over. Not watching a comeback, I guess. Juju Smith-Schuster, one of his best, or possibly his best games. I don't have his, his yeah. best game. Yes. He, he didn't have a 100-yard game all season until now. <laughs> did um, you but, hear about uh, – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, what were you saying? I was going to say, did you hear about Chase Claypool? Um, oh, I, yeah. I just this He's up. just saying they're going to lose next week. Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, you're but, about to get clapped. Like, you, you just got clapped, pal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was uh, – nobody saw that coming. Mm-mm. No, we did. Especially since we, the Browns didn't even have a, coaches. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. <laughs> like, Mason Rudolph fucking loses by two. Big Ben and no coaches lose by 11. Yeah. I'm not that upset – not that I'm a I'm a huge Steelers fan, but I was rooting for them. I didn't really I don't really care who won that game. I don't I don't think I hate any teams. I'm not a hateful person, but the Steelers are close to the bottom of my like least favorite teams. And I was kind of rooting for the Browns anyways, uh, and and Baker. So yeah, to see that it was a happy ending for me. All right, uh, going forth, a couple of news updates. Um, I can check as well, see if anything news popped up for us. But Aaron Donald has torn rib cartilage. He's expect- expected to play through it against the Packers. He was sidelined a little bit against the Seahawks, but at that point they didn't really need him too much. I'm sure he would have gone in if they really needed him because he's a tough guy. Right. But they definitely need him to slow down Rodgers. I think he's a huge piece of that game if they want to stand a chance against the Packers. Without him, it's going to be – bloodshed but with him it's going to be completely different i would you know obviously from from a packers perspective love him to to maybe take a week off but but what a cool matchup that would be to see rogers and donald kind of going at it they'll shoot him up with whatever they need to before the game Mm -hmm. and he'll be fine seems like he'll play for sure yeah 
But for the Bills, Zach Moss is out for the postseason. He was injured in the game and sideline this past weekend. I think that's a big piece because after Singletary, they've got they got that one random guy who did something in Week 17, don't they? <laughs> I feel like yes and no because, like, yeah, like I, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know who, who that guy is. I don't know. <laughs> but Singletary and Moss combined for 10 carries this past week as well. Like the Bills just – I, I think I used the Steelers as, as an example against the Browns the past week. Like they don't run very much, and the Browns have a good rushing defense, but it doesn't matter if the Steelers don't run. And, I, I mean, that wasn't – I don't know. That wasn't, like, the reason they were going to win and then lost. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, it's definitely unfortunate because they don't really have too many other running backs. But with the – TJ Yeldon, who was inactive this past oh. weekend. If he plays, it's not the worst. Taiwan Jones hasn't done anything. Yeah, I don't know. I assume it'd be Yeldon. They're just, just going to throw to Diggs more, and Josh Allen might <laughs> take another carry or two. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I don't know that it'll affect too many things, but but it's not a, a position that you feel comfortable losing. Uh, you're not even second guy, really, like 1A, 1B sort of thing there. So That's just in the Cowboys have an agreement for Dan Quinn to be their new defensive coordinator. I saw they were visiting. There, so, you know how good that uh, uh, the Falcons' defense was this past year. So <laughs> low leads. <laughs> Great. So, uh, I, saw I mean, that you that can't get that much worse than what the Cowboys' defense was already at. Yeah, that's that's fair. And the poor offense does not help. That makes that inflates those stats because your your defense is on the field more. Peterson fired from the Eagles. Uh, who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Eagles hire whoever you want. I don't care about you guys. There's now seven teams with a head coaching vacancy. Yeah. And then a last bit of news update talking about Deshaun Watson. Unhappy with the situation in Houston, uh, not being a part of the GM hire. And there's rumors going around pointing towards a trade to Miami, which I would not mind at all. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. It was supposed to be Watson for Tua and some and like other a first, pieces. And right? like a first rounder, which I think that'd be great for Houston, getting a first round and a possible actual good quarterback. And I think Obviously. Houston has a couple picks, like good picks already, or, or like they would just be. I think that would be even better for what they have. And they traded away for David Johnson. Yeah, it was a, that was a second, I think, and that contract, that money. Uh, yeah, and Miami showed. I think the main reason for this, Miami showed they have many of the pieces now that it takes. They just missed out on playoffs, and they may want to take advantage of that while they can, not wait for their quarterback to develop because it's a weird spot where you are you were that close based on a Fitzpatrick slash rookie. But if you get Watson in there, that could put you in the talks now. It's either yeah. it's either you risk it and you're, the rest of your pieces might not be good as soon as two is developed, or you go for it right now while you have most of the pieces. Their defense is good and young. Their, their, yeah. their running game is underrated. They have a good running game. Like I, I don't think Miles Gaskins or Ahmed or, or whatever are like amazing necessarily. I, I think they're both kind of young too, so we'll find out. But yeah, and they – that would be interesting from a fantasy perspective. I, I think Watson might suffer a little bit. Like when you're, when you're on a bad team, you have to throw more and he had better weapons in Houston. So from a fantasy perspective, it, it's not like it'll be a major downgrade, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He gets so much of his production from running too, which is not going to change. But like mm-hmm. the, the move makes so much sense. Like you said, if Houston, they could embrace a rebuild then like they could let Will Fuller walk after his fifth year yeah. option was to, or whatever. And, I mean, I Randall Cobb's you know, probably done. I wouldn't. I, don't know, I mean, if, I don't if know. Cooks is like there next year, maybe, but he's. I can't imagine he's on a, like a long term contract. So that that move would make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, for sure. But then I want to talk about the what's going to happen with some of the players that were eliminated this past weekend from playoffs. 
And what the heck? I just got an update. Jared Veldhier signing with Packers. Offensive tackle will be first player in NFL history to play postseason game for two different teams in one season. Who was he with beforehand? <laughs> so he just was with uh, he was with the Steelers, Titans, Colts, Seahawks football team. He was with one of them. But now he's on the Packers, so he's like, yeah, I'm still in the playoffs. Good for him, I guess. Well, that, that's interesting. And I, I'm glad we didn't leave the news because really quickly, one other thing that, that could actually be impactful for next year, the Raiders running back Josh Jacobs was not charged with a DUI. He was charged with failure to exercise due care. So um, that, that might mean that, like, That like, just means was, they couldn't prove he was drunk. But it, it, it could, like, I don't, I don't know what the common – suspension i guess is if there's a suspension for something like this before when it was like a some assumed it was going to be a dui he was probably looking at like a three two three four game suspension to start next year so i wonder if that changes now uh for like that's gonna be i think it does if he's not like yeah like i would be surprised if he's not suspended now you know or or maybe a game okay so these players have been eliminated from playoffs and their future is up in the air so i'm going to lean more into what i want to see rather than what i think will happen we're going to start with a big ben roethlisberger i think i think he stays in pittsburgh but they draft a rookie and spends a year behind big ben because obviously mace rudolph Mm. is never the answer and also ben doesn't like (laughs) no one likes mace rudolph (laughs) but i don't i can't see him playing anywhere else i don't think he would want to yeah, unlike some people, like if Rodgers was in Green Bay, I think he'd play somewhere else. We saw Peyton do it. I, I think Big Ben either retires this year or or stays. In, I don't think he'll retire yet. Yeah. I don't. We said a lot of. It wouldn't shock me, but I I would I would give a higher percentage to him coming back. Uh, I always then, wonder how much like a love for an organization comes into play there. Like, does he you know really love and appreciate the Steelers so much that he's like you know I'll play one more year to help you train up a new rookie or something like that? That's interesting. Mitch Trubisky as well. I would not mind him in New England for a year. Yeah, we were talking about that. A a trial year. And this is following not only like his contract situation, but uh, there was a report yesterday from somewhere that he is likely to be out of Chicago. uh, Well, I guess the report was if he doesn't make a lengthy playoff run. And guess what? They didn't. And in New England, as a Patriots fan, he's much better than some of the other options, like re-signing Cam. I would hate Philip Rivers. I would hate <laughs> um, uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Ryan. I would hate. <laughs> I would not mind Trubisky under real coaching. Give him a year in New England to try it out. He's not going to be any worse than Cam Newton. Yeah, and, and I, I would just to add on to that, like I, when Mitch Trubisky was drafted and we first came in the league, I, I did not have high hopes for him because he he started like twelve or thirteen college games his entire college career um and i think he i think he's better than it seems i I think is it ryan pace or matt may who is it that's over there that's not really good their their coach so i I think he's kind of suffering from that like kind of like how darnold has suffered from from gase not to that degree uh but but i think trubisky's better and i I think he's like i think we've seen him grow it's just hard to see you know behind Mm -hmm. all that mess and then we've got juju smith schuster I think he'll go anywhere with like a less crowded receiving group because obviously all those young guys in Pittsburgh, it's crowded there. I think Houston would be a good fit if Watson stays. Otherwise, Green Bay would be very nice. I was I was pondering Green Bay. I, I don't know how often um, Adams lines up in the slot, which is where I think Juju would be for the most part. What if Juju went to uh, Miami with Watson? That would be cool. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, they've got Parker in Miami, and then they've got um, 
Preston Williams still kind of getting up there. So maybe, but yeah. Juju is a good receiver. I, I, I do believe though oh, he needs fantastic. he needs a solid quarterback as well in order to be really good. He's he can't do what Allen Robinson does. Yeah, the last couple of years he's just like two years ago he suffered from Mason Rudolph. This yeah. this year he didn't suffer nearly as much at all. But but that receiving room but is it was so overcrowded. Crowded. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I, I think I think he's a great receiver. But I think he does need at least a a little above average quarterback. He needs a that top. clip you showed me of him uh, playing Fortnite in his own like scene, yeah, you know, or whatever. <laughs> he found somebody else's dance. That was so cool. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, speaking of, I just mentioned him, Allen Robinson. I'm hoping he doesn't get franchise tag with the Bears unless they get uh, some other quarterback. Houston would not be bad for him either pending Watson because, I mean, Watson, when he had Hopkins, he had that guy he could toss it up to really. And I think he he could do that accurately. You think of like Jameis Winston had those guys. Yeah, but look how many interceptions he throws. Watson does that, but doesn't throw as many interceptions when he does yeah. it. So that's why I think Robinson would be a good fit with Watson as well. Cause he's missing hop. You could stick it to the Jags getting back in their division on a rival team too. Yeah, I mean, if they get Trevor Lawrence, maybe, but I just, I just, I just, hope, the Jags. I just oh, want, yeah, I just want Robinson to play with a good quarterback for once yeah. in his career. And he, and as soon as he does, he's freaking going to be amazing. Did you see and, the quarterback? Unless it's too late. Like he, I think the quote about it was that he's like, he's open to whatever opportunities or, or something, you know, like that. I can't, I can't. Oh yeah. But something where like, he said something about like, uh, personally feel like we had the opportunity to be able to get something done over the past 365 days. <laughs> so I don't like he's being polite. I don't know if he's too happy there. I don't, how can you blame him? I'm hoping they don't franchise take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Corey Davis. Uh, from the Titans, great year getting his stats back up. He had a good year. Um, I think he can fit anywhere, really. He's not going to be wide receiver one, but he is a hell, uh, pretty good wide receiver two, even better wide receiver three if yeah. uh, he ends up in that spot on your team. I, I, I think he can fit anywhere. I've got no guesses, but he could go anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. He he makes me nervous. To like A lot of times when receivers, especially like switch teams, it takes a little while to get them going, and he's only had really this one – Good year. He's had a he's had a serviceable year in but the they, past. They but. turned down his option, so it's making yes, look yeah. like he's not going to be on the Titans. I like. I guess I always think about like what I want him on the Packers to to like equate to you know if if how I feel about him and maybe that's a bad idea now because like I I would rather have him than anyone else on the Packers. Obviously not you know counting Adams that's on the current roster. Yeah, but yeah, he he would be a great you know wide, he's like a wide receiver too that can like step up for a game here and there for sure if you. Kind of like Christian Kirk. He's kind of like a Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's a great example. That's a great example. I like that. Um, Another wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton. I think he needs a fitting quarterback more than anything. So I'm thinking the Titans, while they would be great, him and Tannehill I think would be good together because he he needs that kind of quarterback because he's had Andrew Luck and now Phillip Rivers, um, Brissett for that year too. But um, (laughs) – I, I think he needs a fitting quarterback, someone that fits his style more. And I think I think Ryan um, Tannehill may be a good fit for him. He's getting a little older, but he's also like, I, I think he'd be a great number two somewhere. Like if Corey yeah. Davis walked and it was AJ Brown, and then you have like a reliable Tua Hilton, and he he was weird to start the year as well, but then he really got it going in the back half. And I mean, I wonder how much of that you know is like. Philip Rivers was a new quarterback and they're kind of like figuring it out and, and then they got it down or whatever, but that whole offense really came together at the end. Cause like Jonathan yeah. Taylor, you know, too. 
Philip Rivers, I really don't care. Hopefully nowhere. Um, but <laughs> I, I think I think the Colts are going to make the mistake and they're going to resign him. <laughs> yeah, that, for, oh. for at least another. Year. I think I think they're going to make the mistake and they're going to resign him because I got it got him to the playoffs. Yeah, but he's also the reason that they didn't make it further in the playoffs. And they're interesting because they have I don't know Brissett's contract situation, but like you know if they had like no options, you know, kind of like um, what we were talking about earlier. The, maybe it makes oh, the Steelers like maybe it makes sense to have Rivers for one more year so you have like some consistency while you yeah. at least evaluate a new rookie and maybe he comes in you know halfway through the year or something but mm-hmm. yeah that, you're also gonna have to pay Rivers a lot of money that's that's true and it'd be weird to see Rivers go somewhere else like it would have been weird to see Peyton Manning go somewhere else after the Broncos you know granted he had a kind of an injury but it would be uh, kind of weird to see him go yeah. somewhere else again and then last, I have Alex Smith. I, th- I think he stays with the football team in a backup role to help um, whoever they draft because it's – I mean, they still got Kyle Allen as well, but I don't think he's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so – I think that's one of the more interesting things to me is what they do at quarterback because they – you know, similar to before, like they don't have a crazy high draft pick. They made the playoffs, but the yeah. quarterback is is probably their number one position of need for sure, right? Like they they've got a good wide receiver one. They have a good running game, a decent running game, and, and Gibson is young. They have got a great defense. And Sims Sims stepping up in the playoffs too. I think he can be a good part of the yeah. offense going forward. Their defense obviously great. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think quarterback is like the one piece, and maybe another wide receiver. But quarterback is the one piece they need. Yeah, more more than anything, I, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the divisional round and the games coming up this next weekend. That Veldhier guy the front that signed with the Packers, I don't know if we said this, he came from the Colts. <laughs> which right. they, I, I don't know good line. him specifically, but the Colts have a great line. So that, that's really interesting, and it's uh, kind of a late reaction to the Bakhtiari injury. First game this weekend is going to be Rams against the Packers, and I think we're both taking Packers, obviously. I would take but that. it's going to be a close game, I think. Uh, Packers D a little bit better than Seattle's. Their offense better. And I think Donald being slowed down even a little bit is huge for the Packers. That's a good point. But I think it's going to be a close game with the Packers getting it by a touchdown or two. Yeah, I agree. I definitely don't think it'll be a blowout. I'd rather play the – maybe I shouldn't rather play the Rams than the Seahawks with how their offensive kind of, has kind of just crumbled at least last few, you know, five, six weeks or whatever. But – but yeah, I I think the Packers have the advantage, but it's I I mean I'm nervous obviously as always with with any playoff game and the Rams did really well last week. Acres is blowing up and and that's the Packers' weakness right there as well. The next game we have Ravens versus Bills. I think the Bills take this one fairly easily with the Ravens' offense still not producing enough to really go all the way, and the Bills' yeah. offense being very good. I could see that the Bills. It's weird because, like, I I feel similar to how I viewed the Browns and Steelers last week, where like the Browns have a good rushing defense of all things, but mm-hmm. the Steelers can't really run the ball. The Ravens they have a better passing defense, I think, than the Browns do, but but their rushing defense is so great. And the Bills, like, why do you care? Especially if if you're losing Moss. But I I would I would lean the Bills to take it. I obviously have them going to the Super Bowl in my, in my bracket, but it. it uh, maybe I maybe I think it's closer or will be closer than than where you might be. I yeah, I think I, I think it's gonna be it. a very much Bills game. I would love all to see need, it. All they need to do is stop Lamar Jackson from running and just have a guy spy on him the whole game, and you're good. 
And if Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs can just keep the mojo they've had for the last three or four weeks going, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be tough to stop as well. Even if the Ravens can score and they can't stop Lamar Jackson, the Bills are going to be able to keep up. Sunday games, Browns versus the Chiefs. I mean, Brown, Browns, <laughs> Browns had their fun, but they're going to be put in their place by the Chiefs. I don't think Claypool needed to come out and say that the, they're going to get clapped, <laughs> but they are going to get clapped. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Big Ben could run, then that game would have been completely different. Now they got Mahomes. That's going to be the factor that's going to change it all. I mean, everything's going to be the factor on that offense. Right. Mahomes is going to have an amazing day both in there and on the ground. I think it's it's not, the breath of Browns win. I'll be shocked, and I'll be rooting for them from then on just because I think that'd be a crazy story, but they're not going to win. The, the one thing that's enticing is, like, I feel like to – People always want to slow the Chiefs down, like try to run the ball and play defensively. And don't, like the less time Mahomes has with the ball, the better. And the Browns are a team that's kind of built to do that, so that that could vote in their favor. They also just put up 48 points against the Steelers, which is still a good defense. So that's that their defense the has lost well. so many pieces that I I don't even consider them a top one anymore. That, that's fair, and they have declined since their elite status in the you know first half of the season. But I think the things that the thing that makes the difference is. Mahomes is not going to have four turnovers like Big yeah. did. You know what I mean? Like he, because he has the option to run. He doesn't right. have to throw For it sure. as a last resort. He can run it. Big Ben's not running. You're not seeing that guy take off. That turnover differential is just so important to, to winning games. And, like, mm-hmm. it's not often that you see a, a quarterback with four picks win a game, you know. So Mahomes has, like, random moments where he has two, three interception games. But I think he had one this year. But I don't think it's going to happen in the playoffs against the Browns. No. Then last game, the uh, one I'm looking forward to most, Buccaneers versus Saints, mm-hmm. their third matchup of the year. I'm gonna take I'm taking the Bucks because playoff Tom Brady is on a different level and he's gonna do what he needs to do to get their first win of the season against the Saints. I I think it's I think this will be the closest game uh, of the week mm-hmm. for sure. I don't know who I wanna take. I mean both defenses are good. I I'll put my faith in Tom Brady, I think, because Drew Brees doesn't really lead his team as much anymore. Like he's He's almost more like don't take it the wrong way. He's he's the quarterback. He's the focal point, but but he's almost not really the focal point. Like Kamara and the, and his receiving core, Michael Thomas back, who had a good game last week. Mm-hmm. They're good. Both defenses are good. The Bucks have much less of a running game than the Saints do, which is which is really interesting as well. But I'll put my faith in Tom Brady over the Saints, but I think it'll be crazy close for sure. I think it's gonna be a very high scoring. Um, and I, way I think- to wrap up the whole you know divisional weekend. Yeah, and I, I think the Bears D and the Bucks D is pretty comparable. Maybe Bears D is a little better, but they did pretty well against Saints. So I'm excited to see the defensive part of things as well. And Antonio Brown being a big factor now is going to sway this game more than what it was in the regular season. Yeah. So I think that's a, another huge factor you have to you have to think about. I'm just really excited for this game. Mike Evans played last week, I'm pretty sure, after hyperextending his knee in Week 17. But yeah. If he and was he tweaked at all, he, he, yeah, he's at full strength now. And, that, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, but I think I think the Bucks are going to take it. Um, high scoring, I'd say, like, I'd put it at, like, 42-35. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I don't know. Like, the defenses are good, but the offenses are good as well. That, that's tough. I, I would guess lower scoring, personally, but – not not lower scoring, but lower scoring than than that. I'll, I'll say Bucks take it, uh, 27-24. I'll mimic the score of the Bills game from the previous week. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right. Um, give your prop lock of the week. I forgot we forgot to do this past week, but I really like I really like doing the prop locks um, or the Thrive Fantasy now because 
there's less games going on. You can focus on one and you can just really be into that one game. There's no fantasy where you're also cheering for your own players. You're just watching one game and kind of looking for that. So if there's two teams you don't like care about, but you want to watch the game, this is a great thing to do. And uh, it's the playoffs, so you're going to get the All-Stars. You're getting the good. Like, that That Browns-Chiefs game would be a great one to play at Thrive Fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we should, we should remember to do that this weekend. Oh, we should. <laughs> yes, as always, we are giving you our Prop Luck of the Week, sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. I want to be 30. 30 and flirty and thriving. And like last week and the rest of the playoffs, we will be rolling with the Sunday pair of games. So look for that Sunday contest where it is a $5,000 guaranteed prize and it's a $25 buy-in NFL Divisional Sunday. The prop lock we have for you this week, I think, is a lock, hence the segment. We're going with Nick Chubb over or under of 85 and a half total rushing yards. Taking the over is going to get you 110 points in your Thive Fantasy uh, slew of picks. We talked about it a little bit earlier on the show, but I think if the Browns want to have a chance against the Chiefs, they're going to have to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, let their defense do its thing when they can, and try to slow the pace of the game down by running the ball more and passing a little less unless you, you really need to. So that happens with Nick Chubb getting the ball a lot. Cream Hunt might be the reason that this doesn't work out, but I think you, I would expect to see Nick Chubb get over 86 rushing yards, and I think he'll do most of his damage in the first half or the earlier stages of the game as well. They might need to throw the ball more if they find themselves behind, of course, but I think Nick Chubb, uh, if they want to win the game, they're going to have to have him tote the rock, so to speak. So go ahead and lock in Nick Chubb for one of your 10 picks for the divisional bout of games on Sunday, and good luck out there with your picks on Thrive Fantasy. All right, and then... Bruce Clues. So it turns out that with only five episodes left and the score being me 37, you to 20, you cannot come <laughs> back to win it on the season. So I'm officially the first ever Bruce Clues champion. It, it was fun going yeah. into the year, but I somehow just got a lot of them on the first try. Uh, there was many occasions where I just got that those full three points, whether luck or just, I, I mean, numbers are my job. So I kind of just remember stats and numbers <laughs> that numbers will just pop up into my head. So. I'm really forgetful also like in, in the short to midterm. So that, that, that makes it kind of tricky, but no, it was a lot of fun. I, I had some moments. I, I think, I think you started off a little bit ahead and I think there was a stretch in the like middle, early middle of the season where you took a kind of a, a bigger lead. I think I had like two or three, like three weeks in a row getting the first clue yeah. or something like that. But. And like we, it was total honor system. Like I, I like, yeah. I don't think there was, I don't think it was really any like moments of like, oh, that's a bullshit clue or anything like that. No. There was one where I like just misquoted something, but other than that, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. We'll have to come up. With, we'll either do the same thing next year, or or maybe we'll come up with something. Do a little bit of variations on similar. Yeah, so we'll figure one out. Three. Same, similar, not the same at all. All right. Uh, <laughs> final notes. I'm definitely excited for the divisional weekend. Yeah. Um, I had to decide, my, my mom left it up to me to decide what weekend this month to have her birthday celebration. So it was between either the conference championship Sunday or the Pro Bowl. So just <laughs> the Pro lack Bowl. of Pro Bowl. <laughs> but yeah, I, oh, how did, uh, how did our brackets fare? How did your bracket fare this week? We had the, all the same stuff. Do we have everything for the, for the NFC the same as well? Yeah, yep. 
Well, yeah, we did. Goff does play. Okay. okay. <laughs> or didn't we? I thought something was different. Goff doesn't play. Okay, so we both had the Bills being the Colts. We both failed to guess the Browns would beat the Steelers. We both failed mm-hmm. to guess the Ravens would beat the Titans. Uh, we both had the Saints beat the Bears. We both had the Seahawks beating the Rams, which was wrong. We both had yeah, the Bucks, right. We did everything the same. Okay. So we had all the same. So we were uh, half and oh, half. Right? And now this week we all chose the same as well. So <laughs> I have, no, do you have the bear? You have the Bucks beating the Packers. I have the Packers beating. The, wait, no, that's but no, not right. but it, that's not the game. That's right. <laughs> I well, I did have the Bucks beating the Saints in the conference championships, but yeah. obviously you got to. <laughs> this is a different bracket, but I did it in the sense where if the team's eliminated and you like like how if how the Browns made it. Neither of us can, if the Browns win, we're not getting anything for that going forth. We cannot, if we were to choose the Browns, then you would get no points for that if they win. Um, yes. Because you did not pick them to win the first game. Therefore, they can't, ba- it basically comes down to the Super Bowl, which is going to if we just keep saying the same things. <laughs> <laughs> so Man, we're just both going to have to buy them. ourselves a jersey. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, this great. week we have them all the same. I'm, I'm really sad to see the Titans go. So I'm all in on the Bucks now um, this year. I already, I already, they were my team to win it all. So I'm excited to watch them. I'll cheer for the Packers too, obviously. But most of the other teams I don't care about. Aside from our picks for the bracket, I'm happy the Browns won. I I wanted the Titans to win, but it's not too big of a deal for me. I was rooting for the Bears. Like I, I, I was too. I, I was rooting for the Bears just because I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it'd be funny. I I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I I like Mitch Trubisky. I, I don't I'm mind. A fan him. of Mitch Trubisky. And That's I, why I wouldn't I mind seeing him on the Patriots. There you go. Yeah. And then as a Packer fan, I would rather play the Bears than the Rams, which would have happened if they had won as well. Plus the Saints would be out of the playoffs. So, so for all those reasons and same with the, the other game that had me kind of torn was like, I, it, I'm sure it's partially from having McLaurin, uh, having McLaurin on my dynasty team, but I, I wanted the Bucks to win, but I also wanted the football team to win. I, I had almost like no stake in that game either way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to watch the games this weekend again, obviously they're all going to be some pretty good matchups. So something to really look forward to. And your, your Super Bowl pick is still alive, right? It was Chiefs-Bucks? Yes, Chiefs-Bucks. And it was Bills-Packers. So we don't have the same Super Bowl at all, but we're still alive. We're both still alive. Watch none of the whole sports <laughs> It's going to be the Browns versus the fucking somethings. Browns versus the Saints. Rams. 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 Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, peace. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brewers Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brewers Pod. You can also follow us to download our episodes every week on any of your favorite podcasting services like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Have a beer for us on Sunday.